I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And we are back for another episode. I think this is like our 116th episode. What? Crazy. We're old. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're like mature now. Yes. I think in podcast years, we're still toddlers. Like I I think like if we hit 200 episodes, we're then in our teens. Okay. Okay. There's some podcasts like we're new to the podcast world because podcasting has been around for a long time. And there are people that are like there's thousands of episodes. That's true. But there are so many podcasts that do like five episodes and then never do it. And then never again. Yeah. So the fact that you guys haven't got 16 yet. (laughs) Yeah. 116 is nothing to, to walk at, I guess. No. So I'm proud of us. High five. Yeah. <laughs> we do that better live. Like yeah. Every, just so you we guys know. Val, we've we've well, talked about this on the show. Secret. Yeah. You got to watch it on the, the show. Val does a great job with the high five. So. I've been practicing my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> on my resume. Slap hands. Slap hands. Um, <laughs> we, not sure what that was. It's from Waterboy. I've never seen that so one. Stupid. It's a stupid movie. You don't have to apologize for never having seen Waterboy, by the way. Like it's the Citizen Kane of Adam Sandler movies. No, it's not. But like the person <laughs> who made you sit down and watch Waterboy should apologize to you. Like that's how that apology should go. So I think feel like you have to apologize to us for having not seen it. It was made for 16 year old boys. So if you watched yeah. it when you were 16, then you don't need to apologize to yourself because you were doing what you needed to do at the time. Yeah. Um, but there's no reason for any adult to go back and watch that movie unless your 16 year old kid was like, Hey, watch this movie with me, but they're not going to ask you to do that because there's so many other better things to do. Yeah. <laughs> and before you like change the channel or whatever, for your podcast that you're listening to or YouTube channel. Like we are not talking about Waterboy on the, this is not the, this isn't like a bait and switch where we said last week we were going to talk <laughs> about free guy. And now we're talking about Waterboy. I promise that is not what's happening. We will get to free guy in a second after we mumble and talk about things totally non-related to our podcast. Like we do for the first five minutes of every podcast that we do. Right. Right. <laughs> we just happened to bring up a movie in this one. I just wanted to make sure <laughs> you understood that would be a plot twist, though. For. That's like an M. Night Shyamalan-type plot twist. Well, it depends on which M. Night Shyamalan. Well, yeah, but you don't like M. Night Shyamalan, so that makes sense <laughs> that you would call it that. Type. Like, some of his plot twists are actually pretty okay. But, yeah. I thought The Village was pretty interesting. I like a lot of his movies. Yeah. I think they make me think. I don't think they're all very well executed, but I think they're all very interesting. Not all of them. Most of them are very interesting. Yeah. And I did like the sixth sense. I know you figured it out early, Tracy. Okay. That, yeah. But I didn't. I was also a lot younger, so it scared the I like uh, signs. I don't even care. I'll put my tinfoil hat on and I'll sit down and watch that movie. Don't even yeah. care. As long as none of us like Avatar, the la- the last airbender, then I'm okay with that. Never seen it. That one. <laughs> yeah, okay, so good. 
just know that if you like the TV series, the animated series, and then you watch that, you do not like that movie at all. And if you haven't animated series and you watch it, you still don't like that movie at all. It's oh. just a good movie. It's just a rule? Yeah, it's just a, like, trust me, just watch it sometime and you'll see. Oh, but okay. Cool. It's like, here, this tastes like crap. Try it. Will you taste yeah, it for like, me? See how it this tastes. is the worst thing yeah. I've ever had. Yeah. You should probably try it. I need you to experience how bad this is so that we can talk about it. That's that's what it is. I think I'm washing my hair that day. Okay, that's that's fine. We'll we'll watch it. We'll do the Sharknado marathon and then finish it off with Avatar: The Last Airbender. Hey, a couple weeks ago on Sci-Fi, they had a reverse chronological order. <laughs> they had a reverse chronological order marathon. So you started with five and went down to one. Yep. Does it make it better when you watch it in that order? I, I, to be, I will be completely honest. The movies are terrible, and we've talked about this. But yeah, we, we know. when you are watching those movies in the right frame of mind with the right group of people, it's hilarious. In yeah. prison with your friends, <laughs> and that's and we've talked about this. We need to sit down and watch it with you, Tracy, because I think that would make it more enjoyable for everybody. Because yeah, I. And I think that there are movies out there that are like that, where you just sit down and you watch them and you're like, yeah, with a group of friends, this is really the worst movie I've ever seen. But Snakes just, on a Plane. The was experience was really, yeah. really mm-hmm. what it was about. Yeah, um, seeing Snakes on a Plane with a, with a group of friends on opening night in a packed theater was a lot of fun. Yeah. How old are you, Tracy? But it was fun, huh? How old are you, Tracy? 46. Okay, on your 50th birthday, I'm going to rent out a theater and I'm going <laughs> to buy all the Sharknado's. So that all we five? all five of them. Wow. So we can see it in the theater with all of your friends. <laughs> yeah. We'll all watch it together. But speaking of movies that we watched together, we got to see this Yay! one. We did. We got to see Free Guy together, and it was a very different experience than what we just described previous to this. <laughs> we all really enjoyed it. And I think this that we'll talk about that as we talk about but yeah free guy the new ryan reynolds movie it is out in theaters and only in theaters so mm-hmm. old move from 20th century studios which no if you don't know is 20th century fox which is now owned by disney so it's now 20th century studios uh and boy they are uh really profiting in the movie theater in the actual movie itself storytelling wise from that disney relationship with some mm-hmm. of oh yeah to throw in here Oh yeah. Well, Great. we just in our last episode talked a little bit about uh the Lego movie in the whole first section of this movie. I just wanted to sing everything is awesome the whole yeah, time. Yes. His character Guy, <laughs> he plays this character called Guy because he's a guy in a movie mm-hmm. or in a, a video game. You do not have to be a video game player or lover to like this movie. I'm not a gamer. Yep. Um, and I absolutely love this movie. I've seen it twice, I will see it again. Um but as he wakes up every day and he puts on the same clothes and he's smiling and he says hi to his fish and he goes to the same coffee shop and gets the same coffee, all I could think. And then he walks down the street and he's like, I really love this coffee. I wish there was a song about it. That's a mention to the Lego, Lego movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. There's just so many pop culture references and Easter eggs in this movie. I love it. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that that was the exact vibe that I felt like I got from watching the movie too. It was like, yeah. And I think, like you said, it was on purpose and that makes it even more brilliant. But I do want to take a minute, like speaking of his coffee, the way he describes how things taste is just incredible. That's my favorite. It's, it's incredible. Like 
It I is hope like, they just let him go on that. I hope those weren't scripted yeah. and they were just are there's a whole bunch of bloopers somewhere of him just yeah. describing coffee and ice cream and we want I you to describe is. this coffee as something really good, but we want you to do it in like however you want to do it, just a very descriptive way. This is like losing my virginity or something, like whatever he throws in there, like my mouth just <laughs> lost its virginity or something. And I'm like, there's I, I don't drink coffee. He says but as no if Jesus were to come like, back. <laughs> Yes. Tell my dad <laughs> that he was good enough, or something like that. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, shit. I, I, I know for a fact the director said he's got about thirty-five minutes of Taika Waititi outtakes. I'm sure he has that much, if not more, for Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. I, then, I'm not, I'm not surprised by either of that because both of them are brilliant, and both of them are really, really good in this movie. Yeah, I really hope good. that Taika Waititi's wardrobe was really just from his own closet in this movie, because he dresses. <laughs> he already dresses very um, interesting in real yes. life. Like if you see any of like the uh, behind the scenes yeah. stuff for, uh, uh, you know, on the Disney uh, Disney Plus for the Mandalorian, you'll see that he he already wears some really cool clothes that are weird in a good way. Um, mm -hmm. But they really Taika Waititi's character of the owner of this <laughs> gaming company is like the douchiest guy. Okay. And he does everything that you think. And I'm not saying like those of you that have like these jackets from the movies and you go to like the different comic cons and you buy all this stuff. I love that jacket. That jacket's awesome. But that's also like the most stereotypical thing mm -hmm. that you could do for an owner of a company to like put on the jacket from Really bad movie, really good video game. I can't Assassin's think. Creed. Assassin's Creed. Um, mm. And wear that in there. And then his freaking ridiculous shoes that I want. But then also to just like talk to people the way that he talks to them. I like by the end of this movie, I was like, I hate Taika Waititi. He's awful. Yeah. So before well, we get too, too much further into it, I do want to at this point say... Mm -hmm. Like we always do, we are getting into spoilers. So if you have not seen Free everything. Guy, please yeah. go see it first and then come back and listen to this episode. We would because, hate to ruin it because we're going to talk about some things on here that will, I mean, it won't ruin the movie going experience for you, but it'll make it less enjoyable. So please, yeah. please, please. Yeah. Um, and even if you're someone who doesn't typically care about spoilers, just please take my word for it and come back and listen to this episode after you've seen the movie. It would be there much are moments in this movie that I cheered. Yeah. yeah. And if we tell you in advance what those moments are, you're not going to have that moment. And it's a really right. fun theater experience. But right. I will say Val did tell us beforehand that uh, Tika Watiti was like the biggest douche in this movie. Mm -hmm. And when they show him for the first time, you don't get to see his face. It's like he's got the hood on and this long jacket. And immediately I said, that's got to be his character because... <laughs> Only the biggest douche of the world would wear that in real life, like it was a normal into a meeting. Like if you're yeah. going, you know, like, like if you're I mean, I guess if you own a company and you're a vid and you're a gamer, why not dress the way you want? Yeah. But he's like, how old, old is he? And I'm like, I'm the kind of person I'm like, wear what you want to wear, blah blah blah. But yeah, they I do know. it on purpose. Like they build this character to be stereotypical, and there are a lot of stereotypes in this movie. And it's not to be like a dick; it's to be funny. Like yeah. a lot of, if you go out and read some of the critiques of this movie, um, sorry, 
Um, there are a lot of people that are angry with the stereotypes of gamers. And all I have to say to that is, does that hit too close to home for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things I, I, I read an interview with uh, Sean Levy, who's the director, and they based Taika Waititi's character on an actual Hollywood producer. Because when they were pitching this movie, the producer kept going, so what's the IP value? What's this based on? And they're like, it's it's an original. And he's like, okay, so it's not a sequel, but what's it based on? And they're like, no, it's an original idea. And he's like, is it based on a video game or a movie or like a book? And they're like, no, it's an original piece of, of work here. And the guy just couldn't get his head around it. And that's how that character came to be. That is awesome. Like, I hope that that's 100% true because I am sure that there are Hollywood producers uh -huh. that looked at this movie and said, I don't get it because we don't, like... How do I merchandise this? How do I yeah, how do I make money off this? Well, and it's based on so many things, but also nothing at the same time. Right. Like, there's so many things that they've brought into the movie, um, and there's so many things that it... it I'll, I'll read real quick. Um, I had a friend text me this after he saw it, and he said, it's a lot of Elf and the Truman Show borrowing from Groundhog Day. It's what Ready Player One should have been with a dash of Deadpool pool humor. Absolutely on the Ready Player One piece. Like <laughs> It was like somebody said they were watching Ready Player One, and they thought, what if we could make a movie like this that was really good? I'm in the into the what if questions, and that's probably Marvel's mm -hmm. fault, but it's fine. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> what if we made a movie that was like this, but it was good and people enjoyed it? And then they came up with Free Guy. Yeah, this yeah. this movie, you can tell everybody was having so much fun making this. Yeah. Whereas Ready Player One was such a joyless exercise. Like nobody was having fun. The actors weren't having fun. Steven Spielberg wasn't having fun. And, and I said this to Val after the screening. I'm like, this is what Ready Player One could have been. Yeah, it really is what it should have been because before this, we've talked about, you know, different movies that are based on video games and how there mm -hmm. aren't very many out there that are good. I mean, Mortal Kombat just came out again and that was a good movie. But however, that's not like a video game movie. Like they, yes, it's a yeah. movie based on a video game, but it's right. not a video game movie. Um but even movies based on video games are mm -hmm. few and far between when they're actually good. Yeah. Um, but this was actually, and, and there are some critics that really just hit this movie hard, like with the ugly stick, like they think that it's trite. They think that it's stereotypical. And I'm just like, you just don't like fun. It's right. just fun. Uh -huh. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just go to a movie to have a good time, to have right. fun, to let Ryan Reynolds make you laugh. Yeah, there are some things in this movie that are super predictable. There are some things in this movie that I didn't even see coming, right? Yeah, right. Um, it is a little bit safe, but that's okay. Like, I, it's, again, it's a movie to sit in the theater, to have some laughs, to talk mm -hmm. to your friends with afterwards, and to have a good time. It, yeah, I, to me, no, go ahead, Jake. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I went in with the mindset of, I want this movie, I want to be entertained. Right. And this movie delivered that and more, because what I wasn't expecting, and we'll get into it, is that this had some heart to it, and there was a little bit more to it than just having a good time and lots of laughs. It delivered on the good time and lots of laughs, but it mm -hmm. delivered more for me, too. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. Um, I send your hate mail my way. I don't mind him, but Deadpool is just not my 
my thing. I just didn't find that character that amusing. Um, he's, he's just kind of always been okay to me. And I was really hesitant when I first heard about the movie. I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And then as I started to see some of the trailers, I'm like, this might actually be good. And then when Val was like, you guys, this is so much fun. And there are parts where I cheered. I was like, okay. And I'm with Jake. I went in and I said, I just want to be entertained. And Ryan Reynolds kind of won me over. He's so charming and funny. And yet. Yeah. Surprisingly good. <laughs> there was well, some decent acting in this, which was nice to see. Yeah. That's yeah. I was surprised by that too. Not because I don't think Ryan Reynolds isn't a good actor, but it, it goes beyond him. Taika Watiti was really good. Uh-huh. Um, the guy who played Keys, who's a new up-and-comer, and I'm looking up his name right now, Joe Curie, who is in Stranger Things, uh, plays yes. Steve in that, and he's, he's fantastic good. in that. But mm-hmm. he was really good in this. And I'm like, they need to put him in every movie from now on forever because he, like, I think this is going to be the movie, hopefully, that propels him into that kind of superstardom. Because yeah, I think yeah. he's got that it factor. Well, and then Jodie Comer, who I'm not familiar with, like I've seen her maybe in a few things, but as soon as I, as everybody that saw this movie that I invited, they all said to me after the movie or before the movie, you know, because she's won, you know, Emmys, but she mm-hmm. was she was in um, Rise of Skywalker, very you know, um, small role, but she's in Killing Eve, which I haven't seen, um, and everybody. Everybody loves Killing Eve, but yeah, she plays Ray's mother, by the way, um, in Star Wars. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I haven't seen for not recognizing her right away. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but her face is familiar, but it also is very much the character's face of like the girl next door, you know, that's a gamer that like, I totally get why they chose her. Um, and it's really fantastic, but there's so many things like at the beginning of the movie, her character comes down into the game, um, and meets up with a character that she's trying to rob. And the character said, Oh, is that your voice? Or are you using, you know, a voice, you know, uh, stabilizer or whatever. That's Hugh Jackman. That's yes, his yeah. voice. That's so the Hugh character Jackman. Is, is using Hugh Jackman's voice as his voice. Just saying like, once you get in these video games, you can use, you can be whoever you want basically. Right. And I love the fact that that's an ongoing theme throughout the movie because, you know, they'll go from this big like guy that's t- holding up this bank and he's got the, you know, his hair and all his uh-huh. stuff. And then they flash to the other screen and it's, it's like two elementary girls. Yes. You know, that are playing that was this- such a great scene <laughs> where she's like, just blow that mother. <laughs> <laughs> And she doesn't say it like it cuts away from her saying it just so that, but mm-hmm. that makes it even better when it, yeah. when they cut yeah. away and it's like, Oh man, this is real because this is the thing. I'm not a gamer like this. Like I have a lot of friends that are gamers. Um, but I remember like my ex-husband and my current husband, like they play video games and they get so into it, you mm-hmm. know, that I hear them say things that they wouldn't say on a regular basis. And now you've got these two little girls that are in elementary school dressed up as these big thugs taking over a bank and like saying all this nasty stuff. Like this is the gaming world. Like that's so funny to me. So yeah, I grew up uh, as as a gamer. I I was old school. I had the original Nintendo. Like I'm a gamer like that Nintendo, but I didn't, I didn't play much in the, in the online 
world. I've dabbled a little bit here and there, but yeah, hearing some of the comments from some of these people and like, you know that they're like 10 year old kids that are killing your character and then like dancing over your body and laughing at you. You know, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. I played um, Call of Duty with my nephew once and um, he, he outfitted me with like every weapon, all the best armor. All he had was a knife and he killed me like in record time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's, like that, it's like that scene in Thor. Yeah. Uh, or not in Thor, but in uh, when they go pick up Thor. In, in, in game. Game. Yeah. And, you know, and he's like, you know, whatever dickhead is, talking me. <laughs> is saying these things to me again. And so he gets on there and I'm just like, this is so funny um, to yeah. me, but it's so great. And they show all these. And if you are a gamer, they do have like some real gamers that yeah. they have like come in and talk yeah. um, and stuff like that. So I think that's really cool. Um, that was one thing my, my 14 year old pointed out to me. He's like, Oh yeah, I know that guy, like the actual YouTubers. Oh, cool. like, yeah. yeah my nephews that were sitting next to me in the movie, the second time I watched it, like they were like, they like perked up in their seats. Cause they're like, those oh, cool. are superstars to them. Right. You know, because they, they know them and watch them on YouTube and TikTok and all these things and Twitch and whatever. Um, you know, yeah, I'm totally, I used to play like, again, Mortal Kombat, mm -hmm. um, all the, um, you know, the Nintendo original games like Zelda and yep. Super Mario Brothers and uh, Gran Turismo. I remember mm -hmm. that game was like one of my mm -hmm. favorites. Um, but like, I never got into like the shooter games yeah. or whatever like that. I just didn't. Um, but you don't, again, you don't have to, you will understand it if you have oh, ever yeah, heard absolutely. anything about gaming ever. Um, <laughs> even if you haven't, but I, if you have, then some of these things will be, you know, even better. But I love the fact that they're all different inside the game, um, except for Ryan Reynolds' character, because he's not real. Um, he's a and I love it because you see him and his best friend, Buddy, his buddy, Buddy, um, <laughs> and they're in the bank and somebody comes in to hold it up and Buddy just drops his, you know, doesn't even think about it, drops his guns to the floor. They go behind the counter. Ryan Reynolds is like this. Yes. And they're kicking, kicking their in the back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just talking about their day and what they're going to do later. You want to go over and get some ice cream after work? <laughs> get beers at the beach? Well, of course I want to get beers at the beach. Yes. I I love the way that they portrayed the the non-playable characters in this that you got to see behind not behind the scenes. I don't think that they're that's really how it works. But yeah, the guy with the arms up the whole time. <laughs> it's like, well, for starters, you can put it's your arms weird. down. No, it doesn't it doesn't well, feel that no, that's it. But I mean, like, if you've ever played a game ever, like you you've seen these little characters and I love yeah. it. Um, but like you said earlier, there's so much heart. Um, they'll, they throw things in there every once in a while, the two creators of the game, which you don't realize until a little bit in that they were friends. So one, the guy works keys, he works mm -hmm. at this place. And then you have the girl, uh, Millie, Millie. um, mm -hmm. who, who is trying to take this game down they take this company down, but then you see a clip of them and they had created a game, um, that now she thinks is inside this game and they kind of have this moment and you know, at that point, there is something between them, whether it's a really good friendship, whether it's, you know, what whatever it is, there's something there. Um, but I have to say my favorite, like, heartwarming scene um, is that of Buddy and Guy towards yeah. the end of the movie when mm -hmm. he's trying to tell Buddy, what if we're not real? Because he now knows that they're not real. And his best, he's going to visit his best friend. And he said, what if we're not real? And he's like, so what? 
So what if we're not really? He's like, what do you mean? So what? He's like, I'm sitting here helping a friend in need. And he's like, I don't know what's more real than that. Yeah. And I just thought, because we all have this thing every day. We're going through our lives. We may not be characters in a game, but we might feel like it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're sitting here and you, you wake up every day. <coughs> Excuse me. You do the same thing. You go to, I know like my new husband, it's still weird to say that he goes to the same coffee place every day. We go to the mm -hmm. same place to eat breakfast on Tuesday. Like he is very much this and I'm not like, mm -hmm. I'm just all over the place. And he's just this, <laughs> you know, but we all feel like we get up every day. We go yeah. to work. We do the same things. We drive home. We go to the grocery store. And then we probably sit and think about this every once in a while is like, is any of this worth it? Like, what does any of yeah. this lead to? So I just felt like that was such in this game that's, or this movie that's all full of nonsense, that moment between two characters who do not exist could actually have those thoughts mm -hmm. um, that are so real. I just thought that was a, a nice slowdown of a moment because there's so much going on. Yeah. Like yeah. so yeah. much going on. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm with you. I like the fact that they give those little moments, little character moments and time to let the film breathe because so often it's just go 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 and to, to have that cut back um but when you were talking about doing the same thing every day it made me think of when i first played the sims mm -hmm. and i only played it for like an hour and then i'm like why do i want to make my character get up in the morning get dressed eat breakfast go to work come home work out watch a tv show brush his teeth and go to bed and do it all again the next day. I'm like, that's my life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I want to go ride a centaur. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just rode a centaur. I know it seems weird. He's half horse, half man. And I rode him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and I think that this video game that they show is a little bit more why people do get immersed in some of these kinds of games, because mm -hmm. It is when you're playing the game, you know, there is the Sims game, which would be like you're playing guy the whole time. Right. But when you're playing this game, it's much more like when you have sunglasses on. It could be yeah, when, you've got, when you're one of the sunglasses be. people, you can see mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, there you Ooh. go. I was one of the sunglasses people. Ooh. But uh and, and game, you can do whatever you want. I feel like Tom Cruise. <laughs> I think one good sign though when you know that this is going to be a fun movie, because you mentioned everybody's having a really good time and, and you can tell when you're watching it, but immediately, like when you see Channing Tatum show up, Oh my as God. Avatars. And you're like, okay, they got him to just come in and like be a bit player. Like, yeah. And do the dances. Like, and he's so douchey. Like yeah. he was like the biggest, uh -huh. lamest. Oh my God. Until you get to see who the guy is behind the game. Mom, put down that sock. I promise okay. if you touch that sock. <laughs> that, do you know who, who the voice of the mom was? I didn't find this out until today. It's Tina no. Fey. Oh what? My God. They called up yes. Tina Fey and said, will you be a part of this? And she said yes. And that's so that, that guy's people. mom. So yeah. many people. And the thing is, you can go to the IMDb page right now and you can see all of them that are in this. But there's one that's not on there. And it's probably the best cameo in the whole movie. And like, seriously, we're going to talk about it. And if you <laughs> haven't seen it, please don't listen past this point because it was one of the moments where I cheered. And I don't even think it lists him in 
the credits at all on on IMDb. But uh, yeah, that moment with the shield was pretty awesome. <laughs> I think we can well, say well, that's it. one of the we, moments that I cheered. Yeah. yeah, that's one because <clears throat> it's so hard to get the rights to show anything Marvel, anything right. Star Wars, you know, and we've you seen movies like Ready Player One movies. was a huge failure because the big part of the book was all of these nerdy things that we love. You loved the, the Rush music. You loved mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg. You loved Star Wars, like all these things that they could not show they in the movie or he yeah. chose not to. And right. so, you know, we, that's one big reason I think that failed as well as the just the awful writing and directing i'm sorry steven i love you um but that was but with this like it, it, they did such a good job like building it up and building mm -hmm. it up and he's there fighting his against his rock self <laughs> um <laughs> and uh and then all of a sudden he pulls out the shield and the marvel music comes on and everybody's watching this live stream and then they show Chris Evans, <laughs> Chris Evans watching it, and he's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, he says, so, "What the shit?" And what's great about that? So Ryan Reynolds on uh, Twitter just shared uh -huh. uh, that the the cinema score for this is an A. So people have given this an A. All the people that have seen it, not all the people, but a lot of the people have. So it's an A. And he said, "What the shit?" Because he was <laughs> quoting. Chris right. Evans from the movie and somebody responded with, I got that reference and I just loved the whole thing. The whole yeah. thing was just the whole Twitter exchange. Was, it was the most magical thing that's happened on Twitter in a yeah. long time. Yeah. But it's awesome that he got all these different people, all these different pop culture references. Yeah. There's so many things going on. It's so busy, but at the same time, we understand all of it. There's still heart. We care about the characters um, whether they're real or not, like the cat lady, I care about the cat lady. Like they gave us enough to know about the cat lady that even when Why he's yelling, at, when he's yelling at the cat, when she's yelling at her, you know, they're not just going to lock onto each other. And climb. like, I feel bad that he's yelling at her because she doesn't know any better. It's just in her programming, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, well, again, I, I, just such a great storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. I read an interview with the, the director and he said that they, they, fought for a while to get the rights to the to the Marvel shield and the music. And once they did, then Ryan Reynolds immediately called Chris Evans and said, can I steal you for 10 minutes? We can just put you in a, in a scene. And he was like, yeah, I can make that work. <laughs> so so awesome. All these kind of connections to do it. But yeah, the, that, that one, I wasn't as surprised as, as the Star Wars reference. That one yeah. really surprised me. Is that a lightsaber? That's Star a lightsaber. Star Wars does not allow their stuff to play in other universes. That is locked down. Especially right after, here's Marvel, here's Star uh -huh. Wars. Yeah, and to yeah. get the sound effect and you get the, the actual the lightsaber, I'm like, yeah, that yeah, was, that, I'm with you, Val. I cheered out loud at those, yeah. But that was after that was nice that they threw that in there because before that they enraged Star Wars fans by having Taika Watiti call him his Padawan and like that he was a Sith Lord and all this. And I'm like, no, that's wrong. That's just Come wrong. Your daddy emperor, that whatever, yeah, your daddy emperor, whatever. It's like, oh my gosh. But that's <laughs> was how douchey he is. That's yeah, how douchey he is. Well, and he spells tsunami S O O N A M I gross. Well, his name is Antoine, but it's A N T W A N. It's Antoine. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. I I loved um, 
I, I had I had a couple of favorite lines from the movie, and one of which is going back to Tina Fey as the mom when she says something like, "You're 22 years old. You're still living under my roof. There is, there no, is God. no God." <laughs> so many and good liners. The other one that killed me is when Tyke is trying to explain why he needs to give people what they want instead of something original. And he's like, so say I run a Kentucky Fried Chicken and you love the Kentucky Fried Chicken and you want to eat all the Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm not going to serve you Albuquerque smoked turkey. Albuquerque boiled turkey. It boiled was boiled turkey. turkey, which is even weirder because who eats boiled turkey anyway? That's but right, Albuquerque Al boiled turkey, yeah. But evidently that was completely spontaneous, just off the top of his head. And Sean Levy was like, that's in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Albuquerque boiled turkey like that is just awesome. Just awesome. The other line that I really liked uh, that was really funny was when uh, she kisses Guy for the first time, when Millie kisses Guy for the first time oh. and Keys comes over right after that and explains that he's an AI, that he's not even real. It's not even another player on the other side. And she's like, I just kissed him. It's like, there's not even a button for that. Oh, he found the button. <laughs> found <laughs> like, oh that was a great line. Her delivery on that was so good. It was really, really well done. <laughs> oh, he found and the I, liked the, I liked with her character how she's super like, glamorous in the show without being like sexualized like mm -hmm. they didn't have her in like short skirts or you know some kind of leotard outfit i mean like she's got pants and she's got a jacket and she's got you know but i loved how they played with that and in the real life she looks like kind of this quiet mousy um mm -hmm. everyday woman whereas in the game she's so glamorous and i like how they played off of that it took me a minute to realize that that was the same actress i, I yeah because they yeah. look so different yeah, every the her keys and mouser, their avatars were always just different, <laughs> dressed up versions of them, like mouser in his pink bunny suit. <laughs> when they're they're like trying to tell Ryan Reynolds to take off his skin, and he, and, yeah. and, and I would like to like, comply. <laughs> I would want to comply. I just don't understand what you're saying. But I, love I don't know, I've kind of just always had it. It's just when, when Joe Carey's got that police mustache, he's like, Come on, Neutrogena. I love it when they're talking about going into the game. They're like, Okay, so what are you going to do this time? Well, I'm, I'm going to do the uh, the pedophile mustache or whatever he calls it. The and he's like, I'm just going to do the whole body pink mustache. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> when he comes out with the pink bunny suit on. And Ryan Reynolds tried to explain that later that the cop and the pink <laughs> rabbit were chasing after him. So I'm curious, have you talked to any of the uh, cutscenes and cupcakes uh, I, people? I, I haven't. I don't know if they've seen it yet. I, I'm just curious to know what, what their thoughts were. Cause I'm sure there are like, I got a lot of the gaming references. Um, there's like homages to Pac-Man I really liked the portal. I thought that was really clever, the orange and the blue portals, because that was a really fun game. But I'm sure there's a ton of video game references in there that I just didn't pick up on, yeah. but still enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things that um, Ryan Reynolds has been asked a lot is, okay, you have all of these you know, references um, in this movie, but the one that you don't have is a reference to Deadpool. Um, and he said, you know, well, I wanted to make sure that this 
this movie stood on its own. He's like, this movie mm-hmm. isn't about Deadpool. It's about Guy. Um, and he's like, it's not and like we said earlier, he actually, there's a quote in an article where he says it's not based on another movie. It's not a sequel. It's not based on a comic book. And he's like, if I would have brought that into this movie, it would have changed the dynamic of the movie. And I agree with him. I don't I think agree. we need to have that at all. Although yeah. they did have Deadpool and Korg from the Marvel universe, give their thoughts on the trailer, which was pretty amazing. <laughs> I yeah. didn't see that. <laughs> it's Deadpool and Korg from the Marvel Universe sitting on the couch talking about the, the trailer for New Guy. It's pretty it. clever. It's pretty good. Sure, because you've got Taika Waititi and, mm-hmm. and Ryan Reynolds. I think that's awesome. I think that's great. <laughs> so this isn't based on any one game, and it's not a sequel. However, uh, <laughs> hitting the news today is that Disney is interested in a sequel for mm-hmm. – for this movie, which mm-hmm. isn't surprising because it's done very well. Um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's just been successful as far as people really enjoy it that have seen it. Um, I don't know what the numbers are going to be yet. We could probably find they've got to probably have projections for it for opening weekend at this point. But um, even if I mean, it's not going to do pre COVID numbers, obviously. Uh, 28.4 million. Yeah, which is which is good in the COVID climate that we're talking about, because I know. Black Widow was the biggest at like 25 million. So it sounds like this is going to beat Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, overseas, it took in an additional 22.5 million from 41 markets. So total global start has $51 million. It's okay. not had a release in China yet. Yeah. So I think globally predicted, opening weekend, Black Widow did yeah, better. But they predicted 17 to 20. So to come out at 28, they're they're pretty yeah. excited about that. Yeah, so this is this is doing really well in the current climate that we're in. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking at doing a sequel, and I don't know how I feel about a sequel to this movie. Like, there's mm-hmm. definitely part of me that's like, yes, I would definitely love more of this movie, but there's also part of me that says I really like where the story ended, and I don't know that I need more of it. I think yeah. if they did something that was like Guy has already done his part, but you know how sometimes every once in a while they'll do a sequel that's now it's it's about the same idea but now we've hit a different character. So what if there was a character that was somewhere in this world that maybe was left out of all of this stuff? Like he liked mm-hmm. his life mm-hmm. in the other world and now he's been pulled over here. Like and cool you know, now he is the villain in the story that he is creating inside of this new world or something like that. Like I wouldn't mind I, staying in this idea that we have a, uh, artificial intelligence that is growing within within the games that's also influencing people outside of the game. I like mm-hmm. that. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know that having Ryan Reynolds story continue because I feel like they closed that. It's great. Right. He, you know, skips off into the sunset with Buddy, um, you know, mm-hmm. Millie and Keys or over Together. there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this is all tied up nicely, but Taika Watiti. His character um, is now go- maybe going to jail, right? And there might be a character that's based on him in his, or you know what I mean? Like there could yeah. be this other kind of story. That's what mm-hmm. I would be in for. Like I would I be okay that. that, but I don't think coming back to this story, I agree. It, maybe maybe they, are, you know, kind of are in there a little bit because they have to reference it. But I think doing yeah. something totally different, like they did with this one, but still you know, it's not free guy anymore, but we're in the, it's like, you know, doing 
Hobbs and Shaw off of Fast right. and Furious. You understand. And there's right. these characters that we liked over here, and now we're going to tell their oh, story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I read an interview with Billy. I read an interview with the director before the movie came out and they asked him about a potential sequel. And he's like, we were so busy focusing on making this the best movie it could be. He's like, that's what we were focused on. We weren't talking about making this a, a multi-franchise, uh, multi-movie franchise. And he said, having said that, he's like, I do have some ideas, but nothing concrete. And he said he'd really have to have something that he was really excited about in order to do it. And yeah. I hope that's the case because you could tell how much fun and love they put into this movie and it yeah. didn't feel commercialized. It didn't feel even like though it was, it was a giant possible. commercial. It's a Forever. giant commercial, but it doesn't feel like <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think you nailed it on the head, Val, when you're talking about well, some of those smaller scenes. It gives you that heart, it gives you that feeling of of being pulled into the movie and not just being marketed to. And, yeah. and I think if this movie can teach us anything about a sequel is you don't want to just take what people liked right and then just repackage it and roid it up and throw it out there half developed with half a brain because you, then you end bro. up with dude <laughs> yeah. dude that's what it was not bro it was dude dude, <laughs> dude. i yeah. love i love the fact that dude had a blue shirt tattooed onto his tattooed back. on his back and my favorite is that his catchphrase was literally catchphrase <laughs> The three things that I love in life is one, blah, 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 two, adjective, three, the next thing, or whatever. TBD. <laughs> yeah. Insert. Yeah. insert line here. Oh, and I love the fact, too, they set that up by saying the character is only like half completed. Like, it's like, no, he's perfect. Throw him in there. Yeah. to kill you catchphrase <laughs> but this just felt so fresh and different and i really hope that if they do a sequel it is something just as creative and just as out of the box and yeah. not just yeah. retread of this because in a way that kind of would ruin yeah. the fun that i had with this yeah. um one question i had for you guys do you think you would have enjoyed it if this was available for streaming do you think you would have enjoyed it as much watching it at home because to me, I loved having, I love seeing comedies with, with an audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there, I think I would enjoy it at home. I don't think it would have had the same impact. Yes. I think this yeah. movie, it holds its own. It is good. But being in a theater and having those moments come up and feeling that anticipation with the people around you, um, I think makes this movie, it's just like seeing star, you know, if you were to see star Wars for the first time at home, which I know a lot of people do now, like their kids are shown, you know, star Wars at home cause they can't in the theater. It's not going to be, right. you know, as impactful um, to them where I think, yeah, if you turn this on at home and you watch it, you're probably going to laugh. You're probably going to enjoy it. Um, but having people around you cheering and getting so excited about the same things. Um, I, I think there is, you know, that's worth the price of admission. So I, I, I felt that way too about Suicide Squad, Val. Uh, oh yeah, I, like I wouldn't have enjoyed it if I would have watched it at home. I still would have enjoyed it, but I think it was much funner being in the theater with people. Yeah. yeah, no, but for me, because I'm not a huge fan, right? I think it would have just felt long and drawn out. I think I would have laughed at certain points, but mm -hmm. I think sitting there with you and then the person on the other side of me hated it, which was yes. so funny because I'm in this weird sandwich of laughing my butt off to 
like hating this movie. Yes, yes. Like, and then people behind me, you know, yelling things out. And so the, it, there's just that experience that goes with it. That is that movie theater experience that I don't ever want to get rid of. Like, yeah. I just think it's so important to filmmaking because a huge part of filmmaking, the reason why, like the first movies ever made where you got people together under a tent mm -hmm. and you put a screen up, you know, mm -hmm. and you're rolling the stuff and a guy's playing the piano and you're going with the crowd and everybody's, you know, in awe together, right. you know, and that's how they got their news too in big theaters, you know? And so mm -hmm. it was just, it, it was created to be a community experience. That's what movies were created to be. Um, and, you know, we we're in a world now that you can do both. And I, that's really great. Um, if that's your jam. Um, but for me, the theater experience is, is something I hope never goes away for movies like this, like literally for movies like this and Endgame and Star Wars. And, you know, mm. like I watched Coda the other day and I watched it at home yeah. with Dave. And I do think, you know, um, no, I watched that one by myself, actually. I watched that one by myself and I cried almost the halfway, <laughs> like the last 20 minutes of the movie where, you know, I think in the theater, it may have been a little more impactful, but I maybe wouldn't have cried because you're in a theater with people. So yeah. I do think there's two sides of that story is the fact that we get to have that time with certain movies, but um, you know, that's a movie also go check it out. Coda. Um, that's on Apple TV, correct? It's yeah, it's totally, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so many good movies lately. Like we had a little bit mm -hmm. of a dry spell um, not everything's magical, but um, this last yeah. couple of weeks, there's been some really great movies. And and I'm just going to jump into it two weeks in a, in a row for me is an A. I'm giving wow. this movie an A because I will, I've watched it again. I've seen it twice right. now. I would watch it again. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to have everyone experience this movie just because it was so much fun for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, you, I'm, I'm going to be close to that. I'm going to go A minus. There were a, a couple of parts that felt along, um, but but so refreshing, so unique, so fresh. Um, it's solid A minus, almost an A for me. I'm going to be the one that brings us down today, and I feel really bad because I'm usually not. But and I'm not bringing us down a ton. I'm going uh -huh. with a B plus. Like and All that's right. still really really still good. Really I want to be grade. clear yeah. that this is not a downer of a grade for me. I no. I enjoyed this movie more than I thought that I would. I knew I would have fun. I knew it would be great. Um, and I really loved the, the love story between Keys and Millie, and I loved how that developed. Um, there was a lot of it that was really good. But I feel like, and this is really weird to me because I feel the opposite of Val. I feel like I've experienced it once, and I don't know that I need to go back and experience it again. But I would totally tell everyone to go and experience mm. it at least once. And so for me, that would be a B plus. Nice. That worked. Yeah. I want to see it again, just to try and catch more Easter eggs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, Dave hasn't too. seen it and Dave's the oh. gamer. And so I uh -huh. want to experience it with him. I totally get that. Yeah, for sure. But it was so nice to be back in a theater and being with people that we know and being able to talk about it afterwards. We're all kind of like hanging out in the hall. Just talking oh, yeah. about the movie and recapping it. And it, that was so much fun. It was nice to come in. And, uh, you know, right when I walked in, I came around the corner of the theater and somebody was already yelling out, Jake, Jake, because they recognized me. And it just made me feel so good. It was Tracy that recognized me. And that's, you know, but I did turn and say, I have fans that I waved at. Him, but... 
somebody's willing to scream my name out loud in a crowded mall. (laughs) (laughs) This is a really good movie, though. I would definitely recommend it. Um, Go see it in the theaters. I I do think that you're going to enjoy the experience more in the theaters than if you wait for it to come out. Um, and, And I get it. I've got a really nice TV at home and a really nice. I'm not talking about the TV and the sound system, but just experiences with other people. And I think mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it more. Yeah. Um, so there you go. We two, two weeks in a row, some pretty solid movies. We have not said it's Val's birthday. Yeah. Hey. Happy birthday, Valerie. Happy birthday, Val. It's the year of everything. 42. Yes. Yes, this is it. This is when you get all the answers. Yep. I'm waiting like I'm super excited. I got my notepads (laughs) from the school supply. I'm just waiting for those answers to come. (laughs) Perfect. That's exactly how it'll work out. And now um, now Tracy for my birthday is going to sing Mariah Carey. Here we go. Almost in all the places. I'll lip sync to it. You sing I'll lip sync. the movies. Okay. Wait, you sing all lip sync. Well, I don't think that was the point. I think we want you to try to hit the notes. Dude, I am not. I, you know I'm a bad singer to begin with, but I can't hit nine octaves. That's. I just am surprised that you being a bad singer is stopping you this time because it has never stopped never you. Never in, in the past. That is a daunting song. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right. I need Colin. That's what I need. I need Colin. We need Colin. Here. Colin would do yeah. that for sure. Yeah. All right. We won't see you at the movies. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.